I did get an email from a company. They, uh, they're a sewing company that, you know, all your little sewing needles, little spools of thread. But their thing is, their packaging is Danish cookie containers. So it takes out the middleman for most grandmothers. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking. <laughs> Rude. The cookie companies are in outrage right now because, oh, uh, as you said, it's it's cutting out the middleman. So they're losing a lot of stock. And a lot of the grandparents, as they pass away, they've had the recycling program, right, Zach? Where they grab the old tins and then just repackage those for further use. So they're saving, like, a lot of money and cookie companies are furious. Yeah, who, let's be real. Who eats those Danish cookies, right? You buy the I've tins. I literally watched my grandmother need more space at her sewing station. Buy one of these tins and fucking empty it over her garbage. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's fucking crazy. (laughs) These things are garbage, but the metal that they come in is somehow just the right thickness for sewing needle storage i i don't i'll never understand it i don't get it but every single grandma has a fucking danish cookie tin filled Uh with needles it's true. Like you, you described it off the get go. I was drinking, and it didn't have like it didn't have to take me half a second to know exactly what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> because it's true, they do. Yeah, I don't trust eating those cookies at all because I just think there's gonna no, be. No, because I'm afraid there's gonna be needles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time someone opens a tin and there's actually cookies, I get fucking PTSD. Yeah, my jeans are ripped. How am I supposed to fix it with cookies? <laughs> <laughs> and your, your ears are rejoicing. This is anime not be for everyone. Glad to have you back and ready to listen to our retellings of our fave anime shows while Kayla, the non-anime fan, has to put up with it. This week's show is... What's that? Do you feel it? It's Heaven's Lost Property! <laughs> Before we go into that, I just want to clarify that I'm Caleb. I'm not not anime fan, just so people can get used to our voices. Mm, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I'm Brody, fan what? of light bulbs because that. I think they uh, they show off real good ideas. You are gonna run out of things in your room eventually, Brody. You're gonna have to start <laughs> prepping for that. Never. <laughs> um, no, I'm a fan of anime. Excited to hear what Zach's got for us today. And I'm Zach. I only watch really, really specific animes. And I gotta say, boys, this one takes the cake. (laughs) Okay. I've only seen one picture of this anime ever. So I think I know why you like it. But yeah, let's (laughs) let's give it a little rundown. (laughs) (laughs) Heaven's Lost Property. What does it make you think of? Uh, Satan. Cool. <laughs> Going straight biblical. <laughs> he was in heaven, and then he was kicked out of heaven. Mm-hmm. So he was lost property. He's a fallen yeah. angel. Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah. Fallen Angels, then. All right, I'll, na- I'll broaden my horizons. <laughs> yeah, bring me the horizon. All right, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> what? How many references were just piled into that one sentence? <laughs> so, Heaven's Lost Property takes place in a nice little town called Sarami. It's about 6,000 people. It's got mountains surrounding it, so it's a nice little valley. Our main character is named Tomaki. He's in grade 10, 16. He's a horny motherfucker. He just can't stop himself. Okay, so instantly it's going to be one of those kind of shows, huh? Yeah, just, <laughs> just can't help himself. We're losing fans this episode. <laughs> Sorry, female listeners. We liked having you. What, are you saying female listeners can't be horny? In Brody's experience. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, sure, Zach, sure, Zach. Tell us why girls love this show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's give me a vibe. So this show has a lot of those jealous triangles, you know? The boy's giving that girl a little attention. Makes me feel a little sad. Makes me think about why I like him. (laughs) And it goes round and round, like a harem should. It's a what's a harem? Don't worry about it. No, no, I think he should know what a harem is. Is this a common theme in animes? Uh, some. By definition, it's usually you have one male character and then a slew of females that are all infatuated with him. But we at least get one more boy in my show, so it's not as bad. (laughs) At least one more. And he's also (laughs) in the harem. (laughs) No, no, no. He's the nerdy boy. He's super critical and cool. That sounds familiar. Reminds me of somebody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the main character's name is Tamagotchi. And what does he do? Well, he eats, he sleeps, and he poops. (laughs) <laughs> and he lives in an egg and you have to take care of him and it's just super annoying because if it's you drop not him really worth any of the work really think about it you get to show him off to your friends but it's actually kind of lame because it's just this little imagine bird. having nothing else though at that time yeah digimon am i right <sighs> did you never have a tamagotchi gotta catch kid? him off um, sorry, the Digimon did it better because I could battle as well So wait yeah, they had know. pocket digimons in my digivice absolutely yeah, they have, like, Tamagotchi did it first. Uh, Digimon perfected it. Are we doing an episode on Digimon next? <laughs> Fuck, I haven't watched Digimon forever. I, w- I would want to watch one of the newer ones, because they actually look kind of epic. I don't know. No Pokemon, though! Well, we'll do Pokemon eventually. <laughs> of course we will. Come on. We just gotta talk about how there's, like, ten different seasons. <laughs> and then ten different women. But it's always Ash and Brock. Wait, isn't it usually the red-headed chick? What's her face? Lily or some bullshit? Misty. I knew that. Even Caleb knows that. I don't know why I know that. I don't like Pokemon. What can I say? I don't like... I've never seen or played a Pokemon, so... Oh, really? Yeah. So this perv knows her name is Misty. Yeah. <laughs> I look this? up stuff in my spare time. No. <laughs> okay. Not Okay. Not for nerd purposes, Brody. Freaking nerd. Well, how did you... Fu- Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's gear... Let's... Yeah. Uh... I've also seen that thumbnail on that certain website. Wait, what? There's actual stuff. There, yeah, I guess rule... Oh, absolutely. Rule 69 or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> the man must always be on top. That rule? In a 69? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. So explain to me this main character then. His name's not Tamagotchi, but I actually forgot what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tomoki. I'll probably call him Tomo for the most part. He's got black hair. Whenever he's being horny and mischievous, they draw him almost like a featureless, kind of smaller version of himself, just to express that he's not a rapist. He's just kind of cute. 
in what he's doing, which like in a normal society, what he does is not cool ever, ever listeners ever. But in the fun world of anime, you're allowed to just grab boobies sometimes. Is it a comedy show? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Where you have an erection the entire time. (laughs) <laughs> like in most comedies oh. <laughs> i find this shit so funny brody <laughs> no it's the fact that you find it funny and have an erection the entire time is that is that, is that is that is that fuck haven't you ever seen jim from the office yeah you guys aren't fully fledged when you watch jim and pam's romance <laughs> i'm mortified of this episode will they won't they i know i will <laughs> oh Alrighty. So Tomo has a best friend named Sohara. Uh, they're childhood friends. Uh, they don't really have any other friends. They kind of stick to each other. She's completely stacked. She's got brown hair. And whenever Tomo is getting out of line, she gives him a severe-ass karate chop right to the head. Fucking level him out. You know what I mean? Because she knows okay. he's a little perv. But still, they don't got nobody else. It's not sad, <laughs> right? They have fun together. They're just friends, though? Yes. But that doesn't stop him from leering, as you would say. So he's presented as a pretty creepy dude. I guess like a teen, a mid, mid, uh, what's that called? Like a preteen. No, he's a teenager. He's He's got hormones. Yes. All right. So they go to school. We learn that he really likes peace and quiet. Doesn't like being messed with. Like peace and quiet is the way to go. Just then you hear some crazy kid's going to jump off the fucking roof. They go outside and we're introduced to Sugata. He's got white hair. He's always wearing a tie. He's like a man boy. He's the smart, nerdy one. He's got a hang glider, paraglider. Oh. And he's going to jump off the roof. Oh, I thought this was going to be a suicide thing. Right? Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you set it up for like, come look, we're going to watch somebody die today. <laughs> I would always say that in a cheery voice. Am I right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so then we're also introduced to the purple hair uh, class rep. She's a little bit of a psycho. She's like, yeah, I knew he was going to do this. I took out some life insurance policies on him. I'm not crazy. I'm just going to smile as I'm <laughs> traveling the world on the money. That kind of shit are her one-liners. <laughs> so they uh, go and talk to Sugata, and he inducts them into the New World Discovery Club. And he's like, I've been tracking this weird black hole above the world for the last couple years. It turns out it's going to be above the city tonight. And we're totally going to go check it out. And they agree for some reason. Okay. Uh, Tomo shows up just by himself and nobody else does. So he gets kind of pissed off and he goes to leave. And then he gets a phone call and it's Sugata. And he's like, you got to get the hell out of there. He's like, what? And sure enough, this giant hole opens up above him and it shoots out a meteor and crashes right next to him. He goes to check it out. And sure enough, it's a busty angel in barely any clothing, without a scratch on her. And he's like, yeah, no, 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 peace and quiet, and just ditches. He's like, fuck this, I'm out. Because <laughs> somebody just appeared from a black hole in yeah. front of him. Yeah. So then some debris starts falling out of the hole as well, start crashing all around him, and he looks back and like a piece, like just about crushed the angel's head, and he's like, God damn it! <laughs> And has to go back and save her, of course. Cause... But she just came rocketing out of a black hole. I think she'd be fine, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he's saying as he's initially running away. He's like, she'll be fine. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to carry her out of the crater to make it a little bit. 
they're about to get crushed by something big. He closes his eyes, and then they're flying with stars everywhere. And the angel looks down at him. She's like, beginning imprinting process. And like this chain like grows out of her choker and like wraps itself around his his hand. And he's like, I will do whatever you say, master. And he's just, you know, lost for words. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell, Brody. So, Brody, I'm, I'm, I want to know your thoughts on this kind of show. Have you ever watched it's, anything it's, like it's this? It's smut. Is it smut? Yeah, yeah. There are no yeah, nipples. It's, it's light core smut. There Absolutely, are no nipples. Light core. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, there's no nipples, but there's hints of nipples everywhere in that show. <laughs> what are hints of nipples? Wait, you guys seem to have such differing opinions on this. No, I've been I've been open about this since day one. <laughs> Not looking forward to this one because for the most part, all of our shows have had like everyone can enjoy. <laughs> this one's very male centric, which worries me. So you said you. By the way, you said she wrapped the chain around and was like speaking like a cyborg or something. Do they take this stance of like? technological aliens or are they actually supposed to be from heaven it's definitely the first one yeah almost to a t <laughs> but let's leave the bible out of it <laughs> well it's called heaven's lost property so i feel I... like that brings the bible into it hey 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 <laughs> she, she does have angel wings right yes <laughs> those could just also be called wings brody yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no absolutely so they get home he decides to go to bed. He literally wakes up and forgets that she was there and was like, oh, right. I have a pet now. She says she is a pet class angeloid. Type alpha. I'm here to grant your every desire. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. What have you brought to us? Jesus Christ. Seth. It sounds like something I uh, would find on the dark web. <laughs> He literally looks her up and down, starts to have some sinful thoughts. Then he has to back away and, like, put his hand on the wall and, like, stifle a nosebleed. And he's like, I can't be thinking about that shit. She's a fucking alien, man. That's so weird. Wait, his nose bleeds? Why? Ooh. So there's so there's a few things in anime that are very tropey. Wait, wait. I know there are, like, symbols that appear on their heads sometimes to, like, denote yeah, certain Yeah, but that, that's more just, like, frustration or feeling awkward or something like that. Oh, okay. But, like, the tropes are, like, if you if your name gets dropped and you're not there, it'll show you on a different scene sneezing for no reason. Uh, and then, yeah, they, they, their noses bleed all the time when, like, sexual things happen for some reason. Like Randy from How I Met Your Mother. His nose <laughs> just bleeds constantly. <laughs> Randy from How I Met Your Mother. He's a side character and his nose bleeds whenever he gets turned on. It's fine. But yeah, so their noses bleed and that denotes they're getting... Yeah, little Randy. Randy! Randy. There you go! (laughs) Okay, but instead asks her for a bunch of cash. And sure enough, she's able to just pop it out of nowhere. Oh, so we're getting another fairly odd parents situation, except just, the fairly odd parents are slightly... Well, slightly more PG. But Zach, <laughs> curious, the money that she creates, is it like valid currency? Yeah, dude. It's guised as like she's able to transport things from anywhere. So she just like, you know, put in dollars and it just kind of came to her. What's her name? Is it Wanda? <laughs> she does have pink hair. This is getting weird. Oh no! 
Uh, she introduces herself as Icarus. So she starts to try to explain like where she's from and what she is. And the kid's literally like, I don't, I don't care about that nonsense. I want to know what else you can do. <laughs> so shoots over to the child friend Sahara, putting on a bra. Sure enough, they're in the room invisible. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, this is every man's dream, Icarus. You have to understand that. Now, time for a little payback. He gives her an invisible grope and then runs away. <laughs> payback for what? <laughs> and he's like, it's payback for all those karate chops she keeps giving me. So he gropes her? <laughs> this sounds a little extreme. <laughs> oh, but this is like, what, the first episode? The beginning. Oh, the beginning. No. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I'm not crazy for feeling the way I do about this one. After that, he uh, <laughs> freezes time so he can run around town naked and lift up everyone's skirts, check out the porn shop, <laughs> do all the stuff he's ever wanted to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck that. I don't know, dude. You're talking about a guy freezing time, going naked, and flipping people's skirts. <laughs> it's That's... required for character development. Is that... It's required for character development? What, what the it... fuck are you talking what? about? He, he has to get better, doesn't he? What are you talking about? He has to get better, doesn't he? Oh, I sure hope so. <laughs> fuck. He, of course, reigns it in, but you need this type of character so that you can have a bit of artsy content for the viewers that appreciate it. <laughs> A.K.A. You. I could hear the air quotes around artsy. <laughs> <laughs> And around appreciate. <laughs> oh, shit. And, about, and around content. It's whatever. <laughs> All right. Continuing to ruin the podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to skip over the end of that episode. I'll just skip to the point where she asks him, is there anything else you need me to do? And he's like, you need to just think for yourself, man. I don't care. She like holds a hand on her heart and she's like, oh. Well, that's never happened before. So she feels, she feels like she's being released. Is it like the genie from Aladdin? I was about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how would Will Smith feel if you were running around town? Are you serious saying Will Smith and not freaking Robin Williams? I want this to, I would like this podcast to be canceled. (laughs) Hey, get in it in the comments, guys, uh, about how we should cancel this podcast because of Caleb's like of Will Smith more than Ron Williams. I didn't see either of them. (laughs) What? Okay. You've never seen the original Aladdin? Who's Will Smith? Who's Will Smith? Oh, that's the guy from YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, the guy from uh, YouTube Rewind, right? He plays Fortnite? And he goes, ha. (laughs) (laughs) That's hot. That's hot. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> he would say that. <laughs> now, he is a meme lord. Will Smith is a meme lord. That's just straight up truth. Yeah, but can you imagine? He gives powers to this kid, and this kid chooses to run around town and upskirt people, and he just goes, ha ha. That's hot. <laughs> That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> I just need Will Smith commentary throughout the entire episodes of these, and then it makes it fine. (laughs) All right, Uh we're replacing the sexy angel with the terrible CG blue Will Smith. Exactly. If that saves everybody's brains at home. (laughs) Wait, was it CG? Why aren't they just painting him blue? I'm imagining it's a bit of both. I don't think they can take away his legs. Oh, they could. You just might not be able to get them back. (laughs) So we're just going to CG you in here, Will Smith. No, I want it to be practical. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways, super sidetracked. <laughs> Holy. Either way, whenever you say Icarus now, Will Smith's face is popping up in my head. So All right. And I hope everyone <laughs> at home can do the same thing. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> so, we'll jump ahead a few episodes. Tomaki and Sahara go to school. Before he leaves, Icarus decides to give him one of her magical cards that allows for a wish to happen. Very anime. Just go with it. They're in class, and Sahara falls down in front of him, exposing her bum and her very childish panties with a little doggy on them. In Tomo's mind, he's like, oh, man, I wish she'd wear something a little better. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. And to wit, the magic card in his pocket activates, and her dang panties fly off of her and out the window and start flying away. Okay. I want to I want to let the audience know that me and Brody are constantly slightly cringing while listening to this. A little bit. All right. I'm going to power through much okay. to my co-host's demise. <laughs> oh my god. So then, holy crap. Oh wait. No, the <laughs> next parts are story building. I have to get through them first. <laughs> I was excited for I that. Was I was nervous. I was like, I was patiently waiting for it to drop. <laughs> then it didn't. They obviously have a problem here. Sahara is super embarrassed. She's holding her skirt down with both her hands. They go and seek out Sugata because he's kind of the helper in their weird-ass scenarios now. The purple-haired class president shows up and she helps her into a pair of gym shorts, which also get caught around the mid-thigh and fly out the fucking window. <laughs> oh, jeepers. So, uh, Sugata and Tomi come in, and they put up a sheet, and they try a whole bunch of different undergarments on her, all of which fly out the window. Sugata figures out that maybe the card subconsciously acted on Tomo's instincts, and she needs to wear something that Tomo might like. So, the class prez and Icarus go out and buy a whole shitload of panties. They arrive back at the house, and she tries on a whole bunch, all of which don't work until the last pair, which is a really dumb-looking pair with a bear on the butt. And she tries those on, and they actually work. And it's like, oh, well, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> so later that night, they're talking, and Tomoki's like, yeah, I don't know what really happened. And then they have a flashback, and they're in, like, little children in karate uniforms. And Sahara's trying to karate chop some blocks. And Tomo's like, Ah, oh, you're not doing it right. I think you need some motivation. Let's do some Spartan training. <laughs> and Spartans train naked. So oh. he pulls down her little pants. And she's got dogs on her underwear. And he's like, Ooh, dogs, huh? Pretty cool. And then at that point, she, like, chops through fucking six boards of wood. And is, like, super pissed off. And then spends the rest of the day chasing him around town, trying to beat his ass. And he deduces back in the present. He's like, yeah, I just, I guess I really didn't like the dog on your panties. <laughs> Must have been it, man. <laughs> it wasn't anything to do with sex. It was just... So wait, do these, so do the girls know that he has this angel then now at this point? Yes. The best friend oh. is aware. Sugata is aware. The class pres is aware. How did they take it? They were cool with it. <laughs> they were just cool with it. I feel like that's a big thing, like the, the introduction to her to like civilians other than her master, right? Like I feel like that would be shocking. It's it's actually kind of silly. The next episode, she follows them to school, like flying, and like everyone's just staring at her. And he's like, Icarus, what are you doing? And just 
drags her into a corner. Nobody gives a shit in this city. It's oh, kind of silly. They're just like, oh, an angel? Whatever. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh. That's cool. That's something I've never seen before. <laughs> so, it, so it is like the first time this has happened. It's not like other people randomly have angels. No, 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 no. Okay. Putting that out there. Good, good, good point, Brody. <laughs> now, I guess that also kind of, they understand that some things are out of his control and there's like higher powers at play like with magic and stuff which lightens the perviness a little bit i guess <laughs> i think that's the perfect balance like i'm not yeah. watching straight up harems that are doing the same thing right where the girls actually want to bang or he wants to actually bang yeah. it's just perviness <laughs> yeah except for when time was frozen and marilyn monroe the whole town <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> 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 So you remember remember all those panties that uh, flew away? Yeah, sure do. I guess they f- <laughs> flew around the entire world and came back to Tomaki, and then they lose their sentience and become a pile of panties on his floor. At which point Sahara walks in, telling him it's time for school, and sees this shit, gives him a couple chops, and leaves him unconscious. Wait, you <laughs> Sahara? She always comes over and just, like, walks into his room. They live oh, side okay. by side. You're saying things, like, so casually, and they're, like... I thought when I said they were childhood friends, they lived together. Yeah, bro. Like, didn't you ever like have a childhood friend that would just walk into your, uh, into and, your house? And open up my door without knocking. Yeah. To get me to go to what school. What did you have to hide, nope. Brody? <laughs> I didn't have anything to hide because I had privacy, so I didn't hide anything. She karate chopped him so hard in this scene that he got knocked unconscious. Yep. <laughs> so, he wakes up, and <laughs> across the way... In her bedroom is Icarus and her. And they're like, yeah, so we set a trap for you. We put the panties all over the house. And if you so much as look at one, it will fucking explode like a bomb. So good luck getting out of the house. LOL, we're going to go shopping. (laughs) And then it's basically like an action movie of him trying to like limit his view and get through the house. And they're like strung up like fucking festival flags all over the walls and shit. (laughs) So it ends with Tomaki managing to escape the house. Just as Icarus and Sahara are returning to check on him, because they feel kind of bad, he uh, manages to get the perfect angle while falling out of the house, falling face first into her crotch. The panties explode and she flies back into the house through the second story window. (laughs) Okay, extremely anime. The two friends, Sugata and the class president, are there. And the class president encourages him to go back in and save her. So he does very valiantly. And Sugata's like, we could have sent anyone else in there and the panties wouldn't have exploded. (laughs) And she's like, oh, I know. It's funner this way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So Sahara's looking for an exit and all the smoke. She makes it into Tomo's room and, like, mistakenly opens up the closet. And a fucking robot bursts out of the closet and, like, Take Sahara hostage. A robot? And the robot is made of panties. What? It's just a magical <laughs> amalgamation <laughs> of panties. <laughs> and every time he punches the robot, like some panties fly off and all explode around his face. And then he has a flashback to his grandfather. At this moment? <laughs> <laughs> At this no. Moment. And he's like, just remember Tokum, Tokum, Tomaki. When you need to fight for something, you fight with all your might. <laughs> If you love something, you fight. <laughs> he snaps back into it, and he's like punching the robot over and over. And he decides the only way is to jump headfirst into the guts of the robot and just make it all explode. At which point, they're both fine. 
and we move on. <laughs> He's fine by jumping into it, and it explodes on him. Yeah. Anime, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it seems like somebody's weird, lucid <laughs> dreams that they had that they decided to put into a show. I feel like I'm dreaming while listening to Saying this. Saying it out loud, mm-hmm. I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kale, do you have a game for us this week, man? How about we get all the blood rushing back to our heads real quick and let's think about <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, my nose is bleeding real bad during that first yeah. half. Let's get that. Uh, let's get that calmed down here. I've used an entire box of tissues <laughs> for blood. No. For blood. For blood. For me, it's been crying. <laughs> for me, it's to uh, wipe off my freaking wedding hands as I grin. <laughs> really sorry to put you through this, everybody. <laughs> All right, it's just something that has to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We all have our battles, you know. <laughs> Let this be a test at the. Let's see how how real our fans are on this one. <laughs> You're here for us, right? I do have a game, however. So this one can pull it away from the perviness a little bit. So <laughs> actually, Why? I would. No, I might. I might infuse. No, this is the pervy episode, man. If it's like. A game? I can be pervy on a game. Yeah, true. I've just never seen the show, so I can't really uh, <laughs> can't say get whether or not. No. Okay, yeah. so I was looking up some ridiculous stuff about anime and, and manga in general, okay? Just trying <laughs> okay. to come up with some... <laughs> manga! Yeah, sure. Okay. Manga. Just trying to, trying to come up with some uh, fun game ideas, and I found... I came across some titles for manga that are just absolutely ridiculous i don't know if whether it's lost in translation or the meaning of the actual uh the titles is just wild to begin with the titles i would read i wouldn't know if it was a real sentence or not so that got me thinking i'm like hmm maybe i could pit a couple of these real sentences against something that isn't a real sentence so i found this uh ai sentence generator online Okay, (laughs) and I can just pick the number of words or however long the sentence should be and it'll piece together a random sentence for me, okay? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two real uh, manga or anime titles and then then a third one, which will be a randomly generated AI uh, sentence, okay? And you guys have to guess which one the randomly generated sentence is. I'll make it simple for the points, one point per, and there there will be a few rounds here, okay? Cool. You guys, All right. you guys ready for this? And now you might be thinking like, oh, it's not going to be that hard to do. Yeah, you'll see. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, round one. All right, number one. She used her own hair in the soup to give it more flavor. Okay. No. So this is the name this of is the a... title of a, a manga or anime. Okay. 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 Number two, oh. I want to make a disgusted face and show me your underwear. And number three is I me I my me strawberry eggs. Okay. So which one is the randomly generated sentence? I Fuck. My... Only one of them is. Two of those are real. Two of them are real. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, it would be A and B that I think are real, and uh, C is fake. The translations. I'm going to go out on a whim and say A and C are real, and B is fake. Okay. You are both wrong. Uh, oh. A is the fake sentence generated by a uh, 
an AI. So I'm my me strawberry eggs and I want to make a disgusted face and show me your underwear are both real titles of manga. Okay. <laughs> so that's good. Both of you guessed a different one. Both of you got it wrong. So there I we refuse. Go. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you ready? Round two. So A is problem children are coming from another world, aren't they? <laughs> B is we will not allow you to bring your pet armadillo along. And C is I want to eat your pancreas. Come on. <laughs> Which one is the randomly generated sentence? You go with B. Give me some of your thoughts here. <laughs> Any clues? Dude, it's all just gibberish. There's no clues we can pull from. <laughs> None of it makes sense. A. A is fake. And Brody says B. All right, Brody gets one point. We will not allow you to bring your pet armadillo along is the randomly generated sentence. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have... See see what I mean? How some of these are absolutely wild? I want to eat your pancreas is pretty straightforward if I'm being... Oh, absolutely. Like, what do you think that yeah. would be about? Ah, <laughs> uh, cannibalism. Oh. Cunnilingus. No. <laughs> All right, round three. Brody's got one point. A, do you love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that title. Two, a boring world where the concept of dirty jokes doesn't exist. <gasps> this is fitting for this episode. <laughs> and C, he is no James Bond. His name is Roger Moore. What do you think? You know what? I feel like I'm cheating, but B has too good of a grammar. I think the AI did it. I'm going with B. Okay, Brody? Uh, I couldn't imagine uh, them naming 007 Roger Moore. So C. <laughs> C is correct. That's the randomly generated <laughs> sentence. <laughs> if you're a fan of 007 enough to make a manga about it, you're not going to call the guy like Roger. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Brody's got two points now, Zach. There's only two more. Man, when will I lose? Two more rounds. You could tie it up if he doesn't get one right. Are you ready? You know what? I'll make these last two rounds both worth two points just to add some, uh, Ooh, <laughs> some spice. Oof. All right. So A, story in which I was kidnapped by a young lady's school to be a sample of the common people. Two is this book is sure to liquefy your brain. And C is, my mental choices are completely interfering with my school romantic comedy. <laughs> so right. all of those refer to itself as being a story or a, a, a book of some sort. So what do you think? B sounds like it would be a decent watch. Don't open this book, bro. Okay. Don't read it. Why would it be it'll, a decent it'll watch? It'll liquefy yeah, you. it'll liquefy you. <laughs> <laughs> like, hell yeah. I'd watch that. Um, I, I'm going to just gut feel. I'm going to go with A. Yeah. As being the fake one. Okay. I uh, just seen too much. I don't like that book one. I gotta go B. Good. So Zach gets two points there because, Woo! yes, this book is sure to liquefy your brain as a fake randomly generated sentence. <laughs> now. Here we go. Last round. Whoever gets this wins. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I labeled this the tiebreaker round, so it actually did work. <laughs> there you go. All right. So A. If I don't successfully pick up 420 girls, I'm going to die in a lot of different ways. Huh. B. Butt attack punisher girl. <laughs> <laughs> and C. He uses onomatopoeia as a weapon of mental destruction. 
Can you, can you hit me with that first one again there, Chief? Yep. If I don't successfully pick up 420 girls, I'm going to die in a lot of different ways. Yeah, uh, that's the fake one in my opinion because they used the number 420, which is a fun number to use, but also a random number to use in the anime. <laughs> okay. Zach, you can pick the same answer as him and hope to tie, or you can pick a different answer and hope to win. What are you going to do? The suspense. What are you going to go the for? The Googling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hit me with C one more time. C was he uses onomatopoeia as a weapon of mental destruction. Onomatopoeia being like words like bam or pow, like words that also make sounds. Oh, I'm going with C. Lock it in. That means Zach wins. Yes! <laughs> Yay! Thank you, Google. Wow! Close down no. these tabs. Yeah, so butt attack Punisher Girl is a real thing, Brody, and for the most part, it looked like it was actually an anime, so... Yeah, yeah, I absolutely see that as an anime. It sounds phenomenal. (laughs) But Heaven's Lost Property doesn't... (laughs) No, because this one's from a girl's perspective and not just the guy feeling up all the girls. That's feminism, Zach, okay? Uh, I have no words. This episode sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> Tell me something that you shouldn't use Kleenex for. Uh, dishes. Oh, Good answer. I hate that answer. <laughs> you made my skin. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, to towel yourself off after a hearty shower. Wow, that's a full box. Um, as as uh, an umbrella on a uh, uh, rainy day. Yep, also terrible. Um, As a raft to cross a, th- a thin river. <laughs> one more, one more, one more. One more, one more? Okay. Um, uh, As a fake law school degree. Yeah, all right. So what if I told you <laughs> that the Kleenexes we're sponsoring are good for the first three things you said? <laughs> what? And the last one. Yeah. So they're just freaking <laughs> thick. All right. They're freaking thick. And if you buy them, Brody, they can they allow you to practice law in at least <laughs> 49 states. <laughs> Get Hawaii out of here! <laughs> Imagine a Kleenex with a thickness of a fucking sponge. All right, these guys are insane. <laughs> the price would be exorbitant, but the comfort would be legendary. Are you supposed <laughs> to sneeze in them still? Or are they too good for that? <laughs> Depends oh. on how what your 401k looks like, I guess. Okay, and what are we gonna call them? Kleenex thicks. <laughs> uh, we'll just we'll just call it clean because this is the next to clean. Right? Uh, so. It's called clean next. Kleenex. Coming up, clean next. That is single servings. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just I'm just envisioning like you know you get back from Costco because it would have to be a Costco exclusive. Oh, um, and it's like those like. Have you guys ever seen, like, the big, uh, they're the styrofoam wrapper, the, whatever the plastic wrap is, but it comes on, like, giant rollers? You ever seen oh, those? Yeah. yeah, it would be that, except Kleenex, Whoa. and it would weigh, like, 30 to 50 pounds. And each sheet would be, like, body length, one Yeah, Kleenex. and you just rip it off, but you have, like, a zipper thing that, like, 
would come and cut it cleanly, like uh, like tin foil wrap, yeah, saran wrap. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh, I just need this oh to sneeze, god. just small little piece off. Oh, I need this to clean my car. It's snowing outside. You just rip a piece off and use it as a scarf that day. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the sleepover, and he doesn't give you a blanket, so you go to the bathroom and rip off a piece. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, think about going camping. All you need to bring is one of those. You know, you it's have like your triple purpose. You have your pillow. You have your uh, your sleeping bag. Again, we've said it stands up to rain, so just fucking make a tent out of it. Kleenex thicks. Is that is that the name we landed? <laughs> you can find it next to the wheat thicks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's uh, let's get back to the show. So this next episode, stay with me. It starts with a new angel just chilling in the house. Tomo doesn't know why she's there. Icarus doesn't know why she's there. She's a she's a smaller angel. She's got blue hair, and she's just eating snacks. She just showed up out of nowhere. Yep. Uh oh. So they both choose to just you know kind of let her chill. You know, it's not the weirdest thing that's happened this week. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, Zach. I can't imagine a world where an angel showing up and eating snacks in my kitchen is not the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> just like ah whatever she's new i'm gonna ignore it caleb were you not listening the first half <laughs> he's able to animate uh undergarments and he had to punch them and explode them with his eyes right yeah okay yeah You're right and, yeah and he can like hug explode robots to death but not die yeah <laughs> you're right this wouldn't be the weirdest thing that week totally yeah zach go ahead <laughs> see we've been listening <laughs> So, oh, good God. So, uh, the group of them actually won a day trip to the beach, so they decide to bring this new angel along. Her name is Nymph. Of course uh, it is. God, of, course of course it is. Of course it is. Oh. She's got tinier <laughs> wings than Icarus. Um, they're kind of see-through. Um, they head to the beach. They have some fun. Tomoki looks at the girls and leers. And Sugata enters a eating contest, and it's funny because he's like the only skinny dude among like all these like big beefy sumo guys, and they're all like choking <laughs> halfway through, and he's just like calmly destroying the plate. What What are they eating? <laughs> uh, curry and rice. Oh, oh. See, th- this is the shit that I like truly love about these types of animes, just like the the ones that are sillier. Is like you can have a one off. Like, not even an episode, but a scene of a side character in the middle of an eating competition, and it's fine. <laughs> no, like, no, like, I'm sure they had probably some other world building to that, but it doesn't need any. It's this dude eating some food. Yeah, they're on the beach, that's it flashes fine. over, this dude's just chowing down, and then it flashes back, and that's it. That's all you ever see of him eating. Well, that's what I yeah. assume, but I could be <laughs> yeah. wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They play some beach volleyball, and Tomoki gets distracted by Sahara jumping around. Nymph doesn't like that, and, like, spikes the ball right at his face. Uh, Nymph goes to sit alone under a bridge, and Tomoki follows her, gives her a hot dog, and asks why she's here, and... She just says, I wanted to see what the world was down here. That's it, bro. And he's like, well, are you and Icarus, like, friends? Do you know her? She's like, ah, you could say that. Okay. This is mysterious. So, I guess it turns out that Sugata won a one-night stay at an inn for him and his friends at that eating contest. So they decide to stay, like, on the beachfront in a sick 
cabin. Nice. Tomo kind of wakes up and sees Icarus staring at him, and he's like, why don't you just go to bed? She's like, I, I don't sleep, master. He's like, what the hell do you do every night then? He's like, I just wait for you to wake up. He hasn't noticed this? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> so he feels a little bit of guilt, and because... Uh, Icarus has the ability to make her wings like a little smaller, so they're not as prominent. He's like, let's go for a walk on the beach so you can at least stretch your wings. And they go out there, and it turns out Nymph was following them, being a little sneaky, but she gets jumped by some pushy thugs, pushy chads. Right. And they're all like, hey, cutie, what you doing? Lo, lo, lo. And Tomo sees this and runs up, and he's like, hey, you better fucking stop that. We're going home. And the, the guys are like, oh, what are you doing? We're not done talking to your friend yet. And one of them tries to grab Tomoki. And at this point, like, Icarus jumps in and her eyes change color. Like, she color just starts shooting out of her body. And she's like, what are you doing to my master? Uh-oh. And it's a very scary scene. The whole dark beach gets lit up. And Tomo's like, stop it. Stop it now. And then she comes back to normal. The boys run off. And he's like, don't you be doing that again, Okay. The hell? <laughs> Don't be turning into a nuke on this beach, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's very nonchalant. <laughs> yeah. For everything that's going on with Tomo, he seems very... I don't know if you're just <laughs> putting less inflection on his voice or anything like that when you quote him, but, like, he sounds very chill all the time about what's going on, kind of. Like, he freaks out when big things like that happen, but he's like, yeah, just, just don't do that. He just... He doesn't want trouble. He doesn't, like... All right. The bad thing is over. Let's move on, kind of thing. Right. So we'll get a little more plot out of the way. Uh, they're going off to school. The two angels are at home. He express, expressly tells them to frickin' stay home. They walk away, and Nymph's like, don't you want to see what this school's all about? Icarus is like, but Master told me to stay home. And she's like, yeah, but fuck him. <laughs> and she actually kind of listens to her for some reason. And they go to school. They use a card to get uh, uniforms and alter all the teachers brains so they just seem like transfer students <laughs> we get a fun couple scenes of them going through the classes and nymph is owning it all they have a fun in the home ec class they're like shouldn't we wait for nymph and nicarus to show up and then they like fly through the wall carrying a, a a cow and a giant fish and they're like sorry we needed to get ingredients <laughs> I'm so confused by this show. Zach, you, you literally said that he, like, tries to get them to, like, do, like, things that aren't, Weird. you know, too crazy. Yeah. But they're hanging out at school. And bringing cows, bringing cows into the home. He doesn't have a lot of control, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, like, are they, like, common people at the school at this point, then? Like, it sounds like the class was literally waiting for them. They, uh, again, uh, we're going to say that the card made it seem like it was okay for them to be there. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, every time you give, you say Icarus's voice, you're very robotic with it. But with Nymph, it seems like she has more personality and like is more defiant. Is is it you're stated? Spot on. Yeah, is she not spot a robot on. then? Well, uh, oh, I'm too so far ahead. So the day progresses, <laughs> and at the end of the day, uh, Nymph and Icarus find themselves alone in the laboratory. Nymph gets all creepy, and she's like, uh, "I've been watching you like a hawk, Icarus." I don't understand why you bow to these bugs like this. Let me see what's going on. Like, places a hand on her head. A whole bunch of lights start shining. And she's like, look at this. You have 100% protections on your combat, your critical thinking, your emotional capacity. 
what the hell's going on here? Did you do this to yourself? And then Sugata walks in. He's like, am I interrupting something? And it's like, well, not anymore. You're not. <laughs> but he knows about them, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the episode kind of just ends there. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Woof. And then we get to my favorite episode. <laughs> okay. Tomaki decides he wants to become a girl so he can <laughs> enter the elusive <laughs> bathhouse. Okay. Icarus will go along with it because she does everything he asks. And then he convinces Sugata to help him because he's like, you're only allowed in the woman's bath up until the age of 10. And then we're locked out for life. Couldn't this be a new world? <laughs> Sugata's eyes are like, <gasps> and it unlocks his 10% perviness for the episode. <laughs> Goodness. Is that actually something that happens in the show? Yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So, okay, uh, what does that mean? What was the phrase you just said? What the fuck did that Unlocks mean? Unlocks his 10% perviness, you mean? Yeah. Because most men like you two keep it deep down inside, bottle it the fuck up. Don't <laughs> let anyone see it. But in that moment, you can see Sugata was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's just, he made him into a little bit of a, he rubbed off on him, you could say. He's like, don't you want to know, bro? Don't you want to see? <laughs> so... Icarus just materializes a machine that allows Tomaki to turn into Tomako. <laughs> it's the same voice actor, but he does a girl's voice, and it's actually <laughs> really good. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, fuck's sakes. He's just wiggling his butt the whole time and being the weirdest, flirtiest thing you could possibly imagine. It's very... It's it's too much because he knows what he's doing and he's <laughs> yeah no absolutely. Wait. So he introduces himself to the friend group. Icarus lies and says that Tomoko is homesick, <laughs> or Tomaki. Tomaki <laughs> is uh is 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 Tomoka or uh, Tomoko uh, a rocket? <laughs> oh, it's it's so unfortunate to say because you know it's just Tomaki. <laughs> But damn. Yeah. No, guys. <laughs> but He's what? also 16 years old. But <laughs> okay. Drawings don't have ages. That's a bad statement. That's a terrible statement. <laughs> now, I have a question, though, because in a lot of animes, if it's a young boy voice acting, they will use a woman to do the, the voice. Is that yeah, the case? Is that the case girl. in this show? Or do I'm you not think even going to lie right now. This this voice actor for Tomoki is one of my favorite dub voice actors in almost all of anime. Oh, yeah? I've only heard him two other times, but each time it's, like, instantly recognizable, and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> I didn't know there were, like, crossover dub actors and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the dub crowd is actually very tight-knit. Mm. Um, so to get a job dubbing Japanese anime, it's very, very difficult to get into because they use the same 20 people for... Most well, this is your gateway in, Brody. <laughs> Do your best, Tomaki. Icarus. Oh, oh wow, Icarus. Icarus. Lousy yeah. Icarus. Do you know any people who run errands with while flying? <laughs> well, don't kill these guys. They didn't mean it, Icarus. <laughs> All right, we'll send the, that tape in, and we'll see which one of you gets hired for the next season. <laughs> He's a girl, he, and he convinces them to go to the goddamn bathhouse. This is where it gets interesting, because 
you know. Oh, we're all just girls here. <laughs> you could use a little more sh body wash, Raffle. Uh, so, yeah, sure enough, um, him getting super horny uh, messes with the transformation machine to the point where he, like, he's starting to go insane with how many thing things he's, he's touching and stuff. Right. The women are literally running away out of the bathhouse at this point because he's being such a psycho. <laughs> yeah, from everything you've told me, absolutely <laughs> he would not be a good candidate for pretending to be a girl. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. horrible. I can just picture it going down. He was really putting on a really good act to get himself there, but then it really falls apart once he's there. Right. So the transformation fails and his wiener appears. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> and at which point the class president is like, what the hell is that? And like, just pokes it. And that puts him over the edge. <laughs> just, he bursts back into his male form. And then he gets karate chopped a bit. And the bathhouse owner makes him clean the entire thing. <laughs> and then the bathhouse the turns into episode. a robot and they have to fight it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the guy. So, so do we ever find out, we can jump a little bit here, if, if a lot of these episodes are focused on things like that, uh, do we ever find out what Nymph and uh, Icarus, like, what, oh. what they're up to then in this season? You gotta wade through the boobs to get to the good stuff, buddy. <laughs> We've already waded through so okay, many boobs. we've been wading through the boobs for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, give us the actual content of the show. Yeah, right. let, let's jump I'll to check. it. We're, we, we, I feel like we have a lot of that. Uh, side stuff that will give flavor to the show at this point so so do we ever okay. find out what they're up to so we have a really cool episode where a gunsmith comes to town and the class president who's also rich says there's 10 million men 10 million yen for the last player and basically like a paintball game for the entire town and they go off and do that okay after Icarus gets taken out because she has a fucking cork gun that's a minigun and she's flying over the battlefield shooting everybody. It's dope. But then Tomoki shoots her in the head. And she's like, what are you fucking doing? You can't be doing that. Stop. <laughs> so she goes off and Nymph finds Icarus. She's like, it's time, buddy. You know I'm here. I got to take you back home. And Icarus is like, I'm a pet class angeloid. I'm here to serve my master. Yeah, and she's still locked up. Nymph then. is like, "That's bullshit! Fucking stop saying that! I'm gonna show you who you really are." And puts her uh -oh. hand on his hand, her hand on her head again, and takes away her memory blockers. And we get a couple scenes of her like flying through civilizations and just bombing it with fucking nuke mm -hmm. arrows and just like sweeping continents and just fucking annihilating societies. She's a death android, and we come out of the backflash and Icarus is crying and Nymph is like, fucking this is the angel of death? You're crying? W wait, I didn't even take away your emotional blocks. H how are you crying? And then all the rainbows start happening again. And she, in her android voice, she's like, combat protections disabled. Oh, <laughs> and no. Then you get a sick-ass Dragon Ball Z fight where Nymph is just basically flying away trying to dodge all these missiles and shit as Icarus goes nuts 
this show sounded really weird and super super goofy up to this point is it taking this fight scene like super seriously and like it, really it, seriously yeah, it's, it's a lot like, of the budget gets put into this one so it becomes like an actual action sequence like this is the the sci-fi aspect to this show actually seems kind of interesting the oh, teenage horniness stuff maybe not so much but like the plot of like these aliens with this this one's trying to escape it's it's dark past of just like murdering everything yeah that that's really cool i would agree so so who who wins then i'm guessing the so it ends with nymph getting a little damaged and then like she calls it the fucking uh i don't know the name but she just materializes a giant bow and arrow with the arrow being liquid energy just <laughs> aiming it at nymph nymph gets really scared she's like that's the blank you know you'll fucking blow up this entire city, right? Oh. And she's like, I'll be able to activate my shield in time to shield the blast from the rest of the town. And Nymph's like, but you'll die too. And she's like, as long as you don't hurt Master, that's all I wish. Just leave, Nymph. Just leave. So Nymph says, fine. And kind of just like starts to dematerialize. And she's like, you know you won't fool him forever, little Miss Weapon of Death. And she completely disappears. I, quick question, Zach. When she gets her memories back, does she still sound robotic or is she yeah. humanoid-esque? So if we want to be critical, she still has a lot of uh, emotional protections on. Right. Okay. As well as uh, her critical thinking. Okay. So Fair she enough. just has that combat unlocked now. So that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I believe maybe we've hit on, you know, I've I've turned you off and or on. And then we kind of talked about some sci-fi nonsense. Do you think maybe we should cut her here? Maybe just put a pin in this yeah, for now? Leave it on the best story part of the, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. The because then they'll, they'll be like waiting. They'll be like, oh, hey, there's actual some story content that like with these aliens I, I'm foaming at the mouth for the next episode. <laughs> next time, I will I will try to focus less on boobs and butts. But uh, to be fair, Zach, that's so. the way the show focuses on. So you, I think you yes, did it. Yeah, absolutely, it's, you did it. Justice. It's to and yeah. fro. It's to and fro. <laughs> if, if if you and, didn't mention that that was a, a large aspect of that show, would have not been doing it. A, oh, some service? some innocent person be like, oh, that sounds really interesting, and go watch the first episode. <laughs> wow, and be like, angels fighting to protect the earth. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it alone and have fun. Just watch it alone and yeah, have fun. If, just make sure you're watching. Do not alone. watch it with your just, parents. This is not a not, parent show. Do, do not watch this with your parents. <laughs> and, and if you walk in and your dad's watching this, talk to your mom. <laughs> okay, we're going to wrap it up there. If you guys want to check it out again, it's Heaven's Lost Property. We're about halfway through the first season, so... Yeah, if you want to check it out yourself, we'll probably touch on it again in the future because this was a bit ridiculous. Guys, can I just say something real quick that really excites me? Yes. Um, we got a fan from Ohio uh, mm. who emailed us. He no way. He said, hey guys, big fan from Ohio here. I just wanted to say that I love your show so far. Keep up the good work. I liked episode three because I'm a big fan of Gurnley Gone. Good man. Uh, maybe you guys could do one on One Piece at some point. Uh, why doesn't Caleb ever talk about the animes? I would love to hear his wondrous, beautiful, uh, Bodicious voice 
all over my ears. In fact, can I have a show with just him? That might be better for the listeners. Was that you, Caleb? <laughs> Wait, who is that from? Is it signed? <laughs> yeah, uh, signed 69th April 420. I'm not doing the PS portion. Because you suck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You kind of had me at first, Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) You went too far. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as I started reading the the parts I didn't see on my watch, I was like, oh, "Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) My cheeks hurt now. Ew. (laughs) I was so excited. I'm like, hey, we have a fan who's like actually using our email. That's pretty cool. Did you make an email address? I did, yeah. And it's called Vape Lord 69420. <laughs> Some Vape Lord in the future is going to be real mad you did that for a goof. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, it's taken? It's taken? Uh, how can they get a hold of us if they want to? Um, seeing as I thought they could and they freaking didn't. <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to be in an email just like that one, uh, that that very first email we've ever received from Vape Lord, uh, you can email us at... Thanks, Vape Lord. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Vape Lord. You'll be forever remembered. Like, I'm still kind of pissed. <laughs> okay, that'll be at so AnimeNotBe at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the same handle. It's AnimeNotBe. So we post a lot on there, so oh, it's worth constantly. it. <laughs> Yeah, daily posts. Daily. Sometimes triple. It's three times. Daily. Yeah, sometimes funny it's like, anime whoa, quotes too much. And, uh, weird thoughts. You know, yeah. it's a cornucopia we, we, of fun content. We have a so. lot of just like posting on other people's walls. We kind of do like that whole Wendy's McDonald's battle type shit with other uh, podcasts uh, like Obama and Springsteen's. And, oh, know, yeah, so they've acknowledged it's good, us it's on, good time Twitter, on Twitter. So, you know, you be there for that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Theme song. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, uh, fun news because we keep on talking about the acoustic sets, and the newest acoustic set is literally the song that we have on in our intro, "Down with the King." Oh, see, uh, it's so that's cute. From, uh, uh, that's from the the band Good Kid. the The video is great because it's just like the two guys chilling on the couch until uh, the like the chorus comes in, where the the guys jump up up from behind the couch. It's it's a good time. It's a great listen. I should really check out more of their stuff. You absolutely should. <laughs> You'll become obsessed. They're really fucking good. I, I play their songs out of my phone at work sometimes. And sometimes my coworker will come over and chill out with me and help me with stuff. <laughs> and the other day she was totally humming along. I got her. There I got go. her for you nice. boys. Good kid. <laughs> I'm enlisting them for you. Hooking them in. All right. Uh, also, another. No, I would also suggest that you guys go and. Uh, uh, spread us around i want to make sure that uh you, you please god yeah, get us out there you know we're on apple Podcasts, on spotify we're on pandora google Podcasts. we're pretty much anywhere you want to share anybody will be able to listen to us so uh listen i get it zach did you just hear caleb's voice like increase speed by like three times for a while really? there <laughs> like i feel like i'm living in a simulation because his voice Went, like, fucking, like, hamster-esque within, like, a second. Oh, wow. Maybe I just got real into it, Brody. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, Zach, do you have a final quote? And let's make sure it's super horny. Well, I don't have a horny one. Okay, well, not a horny one. <laughs> Go for it. Do you have a final quote? Can I make one up? No. <laughs> okay. 
Well, if you have an actual quote that you thought was cool, use that. No, no, no. It needs to be horny. <laughs> I've fought panty robots, survived on an island, turned into a girl, and I live with angels. My motto is peace and quiet is the only way to live. <laughs> there you go. That's that's sweet. All right. So thank you guys all for listening. Remember, anime not be for everyone. <laughs> Yeah, because Especially this one is not, this uh, not one. for a lot no. of people. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys.